Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. The time is about 4.30 p.m. Ready & Newman PC has been conducting conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any question, please raise your hand and you let, if you're a newcomer, please show your face and let our team know that you're a newcomer so that we can allow you to ask questions. Kirti? Hi, uh, Rahul, uh, quick question. Uh, I'm Right now I'm working on two projects with my employer. I've uh, mm-hmm. downgraded uh, EB3 and uh, both in EB2 and EB3, 140 is approved and my priority date is 2014 July. Mm-hmm. So I got a, in from one of the project, I got the client is offering me full time. Mm-hmm. So how the, uh, like uh, they're ready to take me on EAD. Okay, but you have only filed the 485 under EB3. No, I filed in EB2 in October 2020. Oh, sorry. What? EB3 under October 20. Sorry. I only filed through EB3. Yep. Okay. Good with your question. Okay. So now, your, and, and your I-140 is approved, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, right? both the I-140s are approved. Right now, I'm mm-hmm. with the same employer since more than 10 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now the thing is, the client is offering me a full-time. So he wants me to take in the EB3 EAD. Mm-hmm. With the existing employer, I have a H1. Mm-hmm. So if I go with the new employer and want to continue on EAD with the second project with the old employer still, mm-hmm. uh, how does the EAD kick in with the old employer? New employer obviously will file a 485J and the EAD would be fine, right? So, so, so here is my question. The current employer, you want to continue working and you want to add a now new employer and the new employer is filing a 485J supplement. Are you forcing him to file it or is he filing it by himself? Uh, new employer is the client. So he's a, a Fortune 500 company. So they're filing. They're filing. They're going by the okay, let, them, let, them, let them file it. So what's the, what's the issue right now? Yeah, they can so file a 485J. My, so how does my old employer's H1 convert to EAD? Do I have to file a new I-9 form or something? Or uh, That's their headache. Why are you so worried about it? Uh, whose headache? I mean, the companies, uh, the old employees. Companies headache. headache, yeah. But I need to let them know, right, that I'm taking the full time with this uh, new company. Every time you drink a, a beer, did you ever mention every time to your wife? <laughs> Not really. Okay. Okay, then keep calm. Man. I mean, it's up to you. I mean, it's okay. up to you. So, so last question is, if at all I have to go to EB2 line, now EB2 line is moving faster, right? So if mine is July 2014, I said, so if at all EB2 comes there, 
and i have to move i mean like since the new i got the point i got the point so if you're continuing with the current employer the current employer can still file another 485j supplement and add the 48eb2 that's one thing he can do it uh, as long as i'm continuing with the old employer even though i go to the new employer uh, he mm-hmm. can just file a 485j and do a interfile interfile that's right or... mm-hmm. that's thank right you. thank you sir yeah. that's all i wanted thank you sir next person please om hey hey rahul um i have a quick question um um current, currently i file my uh, 485 and ead and uh, advance payroll and eb3 uh, mm-hmm. so but my priority date is september 2012 um so mm-hmm. um it's not current in eb3 but it's current it's current in eb2 now so uh-huh. I'm, i'm trying to file uh, i485 again in eb2 mm-hmm. um so do i need to apply again ead and advance payroll If you're applying, if you're applying EB two again, I would apply EB two. I would apply EAD in advance for all again. Okay, so can't I use the same EAD whatever I applied for? EB2? No, no. Okay. okay. If you're interfiling, you can. But if you're refiling, I would not recommend using the EAD until you get the new EAD. Okay. Okay. Thank you. If you have two, though, it's you know it's up to you. If you have only one, that means that you have used it. if you use that next person please abhi hi rahul so i have a question uh, so so currently my h1 amendment is in progress uh, it's it's in pending state and uh, i have an emergency to travel to india so my question is can i travel uh, with my old petition with my, with my old approved petition along with the h1 amended receipt and you are going to get the stamp in there or you going to just come back Yes, uh, I have to attend for the stamping too. Oh, the the amendment is pending. You should not you should you should not go for stamping. Okay, so you don't recommend traveling? No, because USCIS has not approved it. You are telling consulate to approve it. Hey, they didn't approve it. Why do you care? Just approve it. They won't listen to you. So, I mean, my question was, can I go with the approved petition? Prior to amendment, I have still valid H one B. But the amendment, uh, but that that end client is you no longer working at that location. Okay. So you can't go with that one. You have to get the approval. Next person, please. Okay. Thank you. Murli. Hi. Uh, hello. Uh, thank you very much for uh, having people like me on this call uh, sure. so i am currently having an issue with my uh, f1 visa uh, i came into the country in 2016 i completed my uh, masters and uh, i joined another masters uh, since uh, may 2021 i've been um, studying in this university and i've been working full time however uh, last semester i failed to uh, apply for my work authorization and uh, currently my service uh, uh, has been uh, cancelled so mm-hmm. i need to go back to india right now um, my spouse she is an h1b holder i just wanted, i okay. wanted to understand what the next steps uh, i can go do. get the h4 stamping and come back okay okay all right that's easy H4 is is most easiest visa to get it. Mm-hmm. That's how I came into the United States. Okay. okay. Nothing has changed. Next uh, person, please. Sorry. Go ahead. 
And usually, how long does it take for the H4 uh, visa to Stamping? be? Mm -hmm. We, uh, you don't, you just need to make a DS-160 though. Um, under the recent um, modifications though, you are exempt from the personal interview though. But the system is not allowing it in about a week's time, the system should allow it. So that means that you're eligible for Dropbox. It depends on, people are telling that they, there was one guy who had an appointment in one week, he got an appointment. I said, how did you get in one week? The guy is just refresh, 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 he got an appointment. No, okay. All right. okay, thank you so much. Thank you. Next person, please. Sanjay. Hi, Rahul. Uh, so currently me and my wife, both of us are on H1 and we are currently on I-79 petition. Now mm -hmm. my daughter is still in India. So we wanted to check if my daughter can get her H4 and travel or one of us should go get a stamp and then apply for her H4. Like Dropbox, she's eligible for okay. Dropbox. So, so what you're telling is that your stamping has expired, 797 validity is there. If she's eligible for Dropbox, she can go for Dropbox. Uh, just provide our I-797 and then she can go Absolutely. for Absolutely, even though you don't have the stamping, she can. You are I-797, the, the main H1B is I-797. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So both of us, I actually applied through my wife uh, as the main holder. Even her, she's also on I-797. You mean say both are both are on H-1B? Yeah, correct. Without no, which Yeah, whichever one is later on expiring, you use that one for, to get her on the H-4. Okay, thank you. thank you. Next person. You don't need to be have stamping. You don't need to go there to get her. Next person, please. Vaishnavi. Hi. Um, so my question is... Uh, so I actually learned from you that uh, uh, to, to check my I-94 and when I did, I realized that there was a discrepancy in the date. It expired August 4th, 2021. And my 797 is expiring May, 2022. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. When did you last come from India? Um, Jan, 2020. When did you got this H4 approval, which is valid until later on? Um, before that. Oh. Before I traveled, but I think the, the document that they used to update my I-94 was not 797, which is why it's not updated to the dates provided in the 797. So when is your passport stamping expiring? Uh, it's already expired, August 4th, 2021. You should put this phone off immediately. Have a consultation with me or somebody, ma'am. Okay. 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 Thank you. Next person, please. Glad you saw this one right now because you're still within six months of August of 2021. Okay. Next person, please. Nanda Kumar. Hi. Um, hi. Hi, Reddy. Thanks for your service. So it helped me a lot uh, in learning more about the green card process. So I have some specific um, birth certificate related question. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't have a birth certificate. So when I applied my uh, 485, uh, I got two affidavits and submitted the same. And then later on, I thought I could go get uh, non-availability certificate. So I'm from uh, Tamil Nadu state. So Ooh, uh, that's a tough state to get it. Yeah, I tried and I could not get it. Um, I'm just wondering what uh, what are the other uh, steps that I can take. 
um, to... trying to get the alternative documents uh, other than the Nana because Tamil Nadu they won't give it they're very nasty yeah yeah I tried um, I couldn't yeah so I try I, 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 I will tr- I, I try to get as much as possible the other documents and keep them ready though and I'm so, sending you the other documents list to you okay okay so this is like a school certificate and other things like that that is right let's not go other card ration card um, pan card election card anything you can probably get a hold of it okay okay next person and get right, it, get you. it and keep it with you next right, person yeah. please asma oh hi uh, rahul my name is asma um i have filed my employment based 485 um mm-hmm. and my interview is coming up at the end of this month um mm-hmm. a while back my father had filed i130 for me um back in 2004 i130 um, what is it i485 for what, uh, this what is basis? employment employment base and what is your priority date though uh 2010 april uh, 11 2010 okay keep going uh, yeah and a while back my father had filed like you know for me uh, i130 um in 2004 but he passed away in 2006 and uh, we never you know pursued on that um so do they ask about it like do do we have to carry any kind of supporting document you have any doubt just carry it for your mental for your mental uh, easiness okay um will that cause any problem because your dad filed an i130 application you are going for it for it five for the employment desk absolutely it's not going to be any problem okay um unfortunately i lost the document i don't have access to it anymore that's so okay. i was just wondering that's, okay that's fine if you don't um, have it that's fine too okay, you can you. you can tell them that at the time i lost the document mm-hmm. it won't cause any problem for you right i have an, one more quick question in 2004 mm-hmm. my f1 was denied um mm-hmm. you know in the in the 480 uh, 485 form i marked it as no um for the question when they ask you know if the visa has ever been denied so if you if it you go for the in, if you go for the inter- it's not a major issue though mm-hmm. when you go for the interview though um and uh, i want you to watch the video that i tell you one second okay. and when you watch the video though okay uh, it says that they will tell you to take the oath okay mm-hmm. uh, So once you take the old and you sit down though okay, okay. Uh, once so let me look into that video it's a 10 minute video that i want to watch once you take a old and they will tell you to sit down once mm-hmm. you sit down you raise the hand like this okay they will know oh this lady want to speak something before i want to be interviewed okay wait until they take the old and sit down Okay. Once you sit down, you raise the hand. Okay. And then the officer will wire you raising the hand. I have something that I want to tell you before you conduct interview. And then you say, "What is?" The officer will say, "What is it?" And then you tell that my visa was rejected on page number X and X. I was supposed to mark that. I didn't mark that. Okay. Okay. And the okay. officer will. That's fine. And then she will do it. Okay. At the time, they will they will mark it and they'll have you sign. It will not cause any problem. and okay. i sent you the do's and don'ts of the forate for interview just follow the directions there okay sure sure thank you so much ram thank you next person please wish you best of luck in the interview mohit 
Yeah, hi, hi, Rahul. So I have one question. So I am on H1B mm -hmm. and uh, H, my wife is on H4 EAD, expiring mm -hmm. on July 30th, 2022. Mm -hmm. So to get that benefit of uh, automatic extension of EAD, mm -hmm. so what can be done if we planning not to go outside of US? Without going to outside of US? Yeah. I don't know of any method. So what is like, we have to file H1 and H4 together and then uh, if it is getting approved before the expiry, then file EAD or all three together? Always file all three together. Okay. And if H4 so, is not getting approved, then uh, we have to travel outside, get the stamping for H4? You don't have to get the stamp. You, you don't have to get the stamping though. When is the H4 expiring though? Same, uh, July 30th. So once you file the EAD advance parole and extension though, okay, um, you can, um, I'm trying to see, you can try to uh, follow the directions that said in the video, seven minute video that I'm sending to you, okay? Um, you can try, she can try to go, you, you both guys can go to Mexico and come back, okay? They may extend, 80% of the time, they may extend based on the H-1B approval. Uh, the H-4? The identical yes. thing. That is right. In, in that case, okay. when they extend it, she can work six months after the EAD expires, which is July of 2022. So no stamping is required for H-4 then? That is called automatic revalidation. No, sir, you don't need stamping. Right. Okay? Okay. Mm -hmm. Next person. Otherwise, oh, I, uh, that's the reason I said. That's the reason I said Mexico, not India. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm in Texas only, so yeah. But you have to fly, okay. not drive. Oh, okay. okay. Okay, I will check your video. Sure, sounds good. Next person. Okay. Just a seven-minute video. Ten minutes. Okay, thank you. Royden Lab Lobo. Hey, Rahul. Yes, correct. Hey Rahul, uh, I spoke to you yesterday. Uh, you took my question on the chat regarding the Canadian PR. If I can, uh, um, if I can travel when my adjustment of status is pending, uh, and you confirmed that it's it's good to you know it's good to do so. Uh, I have a follow up question on that. Can wait, I wait, 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 wait. Uh, repeat again. What did we discuss? Um, this was uh, I. I filed my um, I four eighty five Rahul mm -hmm. last year mm -hmm. October twenty twenty. Oh, you're telling about if you get a green card, Canadian green card cause any problem for yes i actually have a confirmation on uh, on mm -hmm. that i just have to do a landing there and uh, mm -hmm. you know give them a canadian address to send the pr out mm -hmm. and uh, <clears throat> i was concerned a little bit uh, is it still okay for me to like maintain two prs i know it, my adjustment of status is still Absolutely. pending no sir no problem for the green card of usa okay and uh, let's say my canadian pr it's it's approved and then now you know let's say um probably in like a year or so my gc gets approved here in the us um mm -hmm. is it still okay to do so absolutely no problem with my with with the uh, no problem with us us green card no problem with that okay and 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 if i come back uh, can i still use uh, automatic revalidation to enter into united states as long as you are staying less than 30 days in Canada though. Yes, it will be a short term. Answer to my question is less than 30 days. Okay. So you're good, no problem. Next person, please. Thank you, sir. Sandeep? 
Sandeep? Sandeep? Yeah, thank you. Now I got unmuted. Can you hear me? Yes. Hey, hi Rahul. This is regarding the H1B related question. So my priority date is current now, uh, January 2011, EB2. It is current now. Uh, my employer uh, has filed perm. So I'm waiting for that perm certification. So meanwhile, my H1B came for renewal, uh, mm -hmm. which is due in uh, next uh, June. So now they are in the process of apply H1B renewal. But um, my uh, company um, paralegal team, they are saying that now that my priority date is uh, current, they are saying mm -hmm. they will apply for only one year of H1B That is right. Okay. So, but what if, if I, in that one year, uh, if I could not get that EAD card and all that, so how does that work? Do I need to apply? They again? can, they need, they can apply one more year extension. Okay. Uh, but I have one more quick question, Rahul. So let's say when, uh, I got my date current and all that, uh, when we apply for 485, so my mm -hmm. wife, she's in H1B and my son is, uh, is, uh, on her H4, right? So when we apply for 485, uh, can they travel to India? Based on their H-1B and H-4. Mm -hmm. So if they have a H-1B and they have a H-4 and they have a stamping, valid stamping, is that what you're speaking? Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the question is more around like, you know, while that 485 is in pending, can they travel to India? Yeah, but how? What basis they're traveling? For, forget about 485. How are they planning to come back? On H-1, H-4 visa? Yeah, yeah. She's on her own H1 and my kid is on her H4, yeah. So your question is, because they are on your 485, will it cause any problem if they travel and they're in H1 and H4? Absolutely no problem. Okay. But, uh, okay. like, no, she ha we have to file one, I mean, H4, uh, 485 again, uh, once she come back or how does that work? No, like? not 485. There is something called I-131 that you have to file. You may have to file it again called advanced parole, but not 485 again. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Rahul. I may have to do exclusively what a 485 is one time. Next person, please. Kumar Patala. Hi, Rahul. Thank you for taking my question. Um, I have filed my I-485 in October 2020. Texas Service Center. Priority date is current in EB2 and EB3, May 2011. Uh, I sub my lawyer submitted my medicals preemptively in uh, September in August 2021 last year. Uh, I never, sorry, I said smart lawyer. Okay. Yeah, I never got an RFE, but today uh, my, my biometrics is complete, and so far my status was um, fingerprints have been received and applied to your case. Today uh, the status suddenly changed to we have received your correspondence. Uh, and we are working on it. So I had never gotten RFE. All I did was send the medical R, medical uh, uh, IC. It could, be, it, could be, it could be anything. It could be, uh, just ignore that one. Okay. That they received a correspondence. It doesn't, maybe somebody called, maybe somebody reminded, maybe it is something changed. I would not give any serious thought about that online thing. Okay. Okay. So it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Next person, please. Jyoti. Hello, Rahul sir. Yes, go ahead. So my priority date is May 2013. 
which is current in data filing. So I filed 485 AP and EAD last month, just three uh, mm -hmm. uh, I received on December 20. So mm -hmm. just now today I got call from my, uh, my client, like they want to uh, take as a full-time employee. So how this works, this 180 days, is that like uh, from the date they received it or the notice? From the date they received it, not from the notice date. The receipt date and notice date sometimes might have a two months, three months. It's the receipt date, not the notice date. The 180 so days counts. December 20, last month. So from there I have to count until June 20. It is 180 days completed, right? June 20, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know how to calculate better. I'm, you're an engineer, I'm a lawyer. So one more, uh, this continuation to this right if i get ead within this 180 days can i use that and join the other company and work there or they have to file another ead and that no 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 ead is given to you not your company so i can use this current come employer uh, applied ead and join the new company and use that absolutely absolutely h1 so, is given to the employer ead is given to you so what exactly they have to do to take me as a full-time employee, they have to apply. If you if you don't have the H-1B, if you don't have the EAD, they have to apply the H-1B and they have to do 485J supplement. If I have EAD, then they need to apply 485J? That's it. No H-1B required. That 485J to USCIS and inform them like we have a bona fide offer to this guy. So that's it. That's it. That's it. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Shri Vidya. Shri Vidya. Shri Vidya. Shri Vidya. Shri Vidya. You have to unmute yourself, Shri Vidya. Narayana. Hi Rahul. Uh, my name is Narayana. Uh, I have a question. So as as per I know, I, I should not do that way, but I just want to double check with you. So currently I'm working for employer A and I got an offer with employer B. Once I join with employer B, I would like to work for, or I would like to continue with employer A for two months. No. Uh, as per as per the USAs, I should not do that. So since it is like one or two months, shall I do it or I should not do no. that? No, you should not do it. If you want to do it, the company A can file an amended H1B. Okay. Where they will be filing as a concurrent employer, then then you can do it. Okay. So so while my employer is ready to file concurrent uh, part time. Oh yeah. Do it. If he is ready, so USAS will ask for vendor and client letter with short term like a part time job. Will they ask? Mm -hmm. They will ask. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's it. Thank you. Okay. They can file an amendment, and you can put ten to forty hours. In that case. You can work full time or you can work 10 hours. It's up to you. They can put a range 10 to 10, 20 hours. Okay. Let them file an amendment. You'll be in good shape. Next person, please. Vidya? Um, sorry, Miss Vidya. We're having problem. Let's go to the next person. Sure, Rahul. Money? Money. Money? Uh, hello? 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 Yes, go ahead. Yeah, can you able to hear me? Yes, money. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so myself and my uh, my wife is on B1, B2 visa. So I mm -hmm. want her visa to be converted to H4, uh, H4 visa. So can I do it in, in the United States? Can I file the petition in USA? Um, yes. Yes, you can. Absolutely. You can file a change of status to 
But did you got married when she came here or before? Uh, no, we married here only in in US. Oh, absolutely, you can file a change of status, and if you want to so, use us, you can uh, okay. you can send an email to us. Okay, and also I I saw in website that uh, we need to wait for ninety days prior to filing that. Uh, that is of better. Status. That is better. Okay, okay. So I need to wait for ninety days. Okay. Yes. Okay. Then. I would have got married after ninety days though. But anyway, you have done that damage. Uh, but file the for uh, uh, file the I one forty. Sorry, file the H uh, four uh, after ninety days. After ninety days. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, I'll send out an email. Yeah. Thank you. Um, VC. I'll go after VC. I'm going to go through the questions that I'm getting in the chat group, guys. And if you want to post, if it's a simple question, post. If it's a very lengthy question, I'm not going to answer, guys. Um, VC, go ahead. Hi. Thank you. So my I one forty EB three approved, and I got EAD and AP and everything last month, end of the last month, and mm -hmm. uh, I accepted the position for the new employer. And attorney saying like you know, you should file H one, and we will file the EB three I four eighty five J. So that is the normal scenario. But they are denying. Oh, you 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 filed an I one forty four eight five under EB three, is right? Correct. So I you have I an EB two, but then it is downgraded to EB three. Okay. Now what's the priority date? It's December two thousand fourteen. Okay. So now the new employer is saying that they will do any one, not both like EB2 and EB3, but they will mostly do the EB3 supplement J, I mean I-485J. So what are your suggestions? Do you think I should be agreed on that? Or, I mean, you know, I know it's my personal choice, but just, I mean, so that means I'm going to stick on EB3. Uh, if I were you, if the offer is good, I'm moving. Okay, thank you. And I'm going to go through the questions that I'm getting it, guys, with regards to the uh, 180 days where people can get this um, uh, the the consulate thing, um, where, where they go to Mexico and get it. You don't need to have a passport visa stamping, guys. Even if you have the even if you have the uh, I seven nine seven with the I ninety four approval, you're good. There should there's no problem with it. And I want you to watch the video of this 180 days that I'm speaking about um, before you do take that venture though. Uh, I'm going to send you that in the chat group. Um, I don't know how they are going to ask the proof for the healthcare workers. They may request you to send the license of the pharmacy, the employer job duties they may. Uh, recently, there have been a very good success stories. People are sending emails to them, contacting them, and they're getting the approvals. So I don't know how they are doing it, uh, but they are doing it. There are some people who got the denials also. I don't know why they got denials. Um, the people who have um, H-1B in 2012, are they eligible for B-1, B-2 right now in 2018? Yeah. Uh, they are. I mean, technically, they are eligible for drop-off right now. That's a good question. I mean, yeah, they are eligible. Since, um, Syed, this question is for you. 
since you already submitted the I-693 along with the 485 application, you don't need to carry the uh, uh, medicals again. Uh, what is the uh, limit on the, on the maternity leave on H-1B? How long it is? If you're planning for longer than one month or two months, I would recommend if you have an option of moving to H-4, that is the best way to move because it's better not to take any risk. Uh, Anant has the question on L1B maxing out in October 2022. Well, H1B is definitely an option that will extend you by one year. Find a green card irrespective of right now itself. Don't wait though. Irrespective of whether you're selected in the lottery or not. I don't know if you have the H4 option that you may want to consider that if you have an H4 option. Does the initial review complete means all paperwork is correct? No, not at all. They haven't even touched your file yet. We don't know what executive orders are about to come, um, but most probably in about a week or two, we'll start proposing what executive orders they can issue to benefit our programs. We'll start doing that from probably in one or two weeks from now. I don't know what this clearance received Ahmed means on the visa. I want to check that visa, if you can attach it or something like that, I can take a look into it though. The person who is on H-1B where they expired in 2017, September, they definitely are eligible for the um, Dropbox right now. Will there be any spillovers in 2023? Absolutely, there will be. Good question from Mahesh though. Uh, he has an I-140 approval with company A, is working with company B. Can company A file a 485 without joining? Absolutely, yes. If you need our services, you can. We can. we can help you out if you want to. Of course, we'll charge money. Pratik, that's a very long question for me to read it in this short time. Can I work on H4 EAD receipt number while the application is in process? Suresh Kumar, the answer is no. Is it legal to work with two clients uh, with one employer? Absolutely. You don't even need to file an amendment. Srividya has this question. Can I proceed to the EAD 485 old employer A with priority date without being on their H-1B transferred and still working with company B. Yes, absolutely, you can file for H-5 with previous employer, even though you don't have H-1B with that company. Um, money, the, see, this is the only way if you, if you uh, if, to ask the question, if you want to post a question to email, you will get a consultation appointment though, money. This is the only free forum we, we, uh, we authorize. I'm a Canadian citizen working in the USA, but I don't know the rest of the story, what you're speaking about. Concurrently working for two employers, will it affect the green cards, Dilip? No, it does not. I mean, why will we suggest anything that doesn't, uh, that doesn't, um, that affects your green card? No, we will not, never do that. You can, you can do concurrently filing h one it will not negatively affect your green card. Um, Rajini has this question, does canceling a scheduled H-1B interview at the consulate, will it adversely impact anything? No, no, it will not. Uh, build back America is dead, guys. Now there is only one possibility, removal of the per country. Let's see if that will go through. I received a H-1B and H-4 approval notice, okay? I'm eligible for EAD automatic extension for 180 days. Assuming that the EAD has been filed before it's been, extension has been filed before it's been expired. Yes, you are eligible for 180 days of employment after the EAD expires. If you have the H-4, which is already approved, 
Um, with regards to the Mexican visiting visa, this is the information that I have, thanks. If you have a passport stamping with US visa though, okay, then you don't need any visa to go to Mexico. If your visa expired, if you're going on 797 approval, I-94, you may need a visa with them. Uh, thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be 11.30 tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.